Greetings and welcome to Stamper Cinema. As always, I am your host. My name is Andrew. And continuing along with not the Star Wars uh, series that we've been doing, but the Avengers. We are, we are now on the third of the four Avengers films to date. I'm sure there probably will be more. And the guy to really help us get it through, Mr. Brandon Kriske. Brandon, how are you doing, man? It's been a few months. How have yeah. you been? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing well. This, this has been a good year. It's been a busy year, a very busy year, but it's been a good year nonetheless. How about you? How have you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, definitely very busy. Um, I think, to your point, been a very good year. It's definitely, uh, not to get too off topic, but definitely shown people, I think, in my opinion... <laughs> like what they're actually capable of too, as far as adapting, you know, persevering, that kind of thing. So it's been a really fun year. Without a doubt. I don't even really know where to begin. So there's really no reason to do it. So we can just accept that this has been a good year. It it has been a challenging year and it has definitely tested the resolve of many of us, but here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. I'm really excited to talk about this. We are now going to be covering let me think about it. No, yeah, without a doubt, my favorite of this franchise. And we'll, 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 we'll get into it. But before we do, I feel that we owe our listeners a little, a little peek under the hood of Mr. Brandon Krisky. So what I've got for you today is I'm going to ask you five questions. And what I want is immediate response. I'm going to ask you kind of like a this or that. Okay. So I'll be like, you know, Honda or Toyota or something like that. And you'll just say something like that. All right. So are you ready for it? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Your first question, tacos or pizza? Pizza. Do you have a favorite topping or a favorite pizza in general? Uh, meat lovers or uh, meatball and spinach. Nice. Question number two, Christmas or Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. Okay. Question number three, Captain America or Iron Man? Iron Man. Question number four, Apple or Android? Apple. And last one, and this one might be the toughest for you, Outcast or Run the Jewels? Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels? No, no, Outcast. I felt dirty saying that. (laughs) Outcast. I've been listening to a lot of Run the Jewels lately, and I'm actually Mm going to go see them next year. Um, But Outcast, by far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon's a huge. You might have to cut that. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to because you said it, yeah, and then, you're like, and then you corrected joking. yourself. It's I'm okay. Joking. And yeah. plus, you know, yeah, yeah. Outcast by far. All right, Brandon. So here we are. We are going to be talking about. If you were to Google it, what is it? Does it say Marvel Avengers: Infinity Wars, or does no, it just say? It should it? say Avengers: Infinity War. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. Yeah, Avengers: Infinity War. But yeah. Only the first one was the Avengers. Hmm. I mean, this is this is the one. I mean, this is the movie that everyone was waiting on. Yeah, the entire world, the entire world, completely. It it broke the box office, right? I mean, this movie was monumental. Yeah. Right. And why? Why? What specifically was it? Just because everybody knew that shit was gonna get broken in this episode, like in this in this movie, or what? I don't know if you if you if you had kind of like a, an idea coming into this movie, what it was going to be from from knowledge of the comics or because I admittedly I knew nothing. I Right. For the most part, uh, going into the movie, you knew what it was about. Because over the past, you know, however many years prior to that, they had been, I think it was 10 years, they had been building up this story and this universe and all these even even down to the uh, you know, post-credit scenes and that, and the, and the filler content and that kind of thing. And now that they have Disney plus, they can do more of that. Um, they built up to tell this story, but they told everyone, this is the story we're going to tell essentially. Um, you know, um, didn't know how it was quite going to go and that kind of thing, but you knew what, what was happening. We knew everything was going to be, but for maybe the two or three people sure. that haven't seen this film, sure. what 
what is this movie essentially about? Obviously, we have an idea of already who the Avengers are, and we were introduced to them in the first film. In the second film, there was conflict, and we knew that there was a a menacing presence that potentially could lurk uh, that, that potentially could be lurking to completely disrupt everything that we knew. I mean, that was kind of what what that second film was kind of kind of going into. And now we're introduced to the big villain, if you will, the big bad right. of of this universe. So yeah. what what is this movie essentially about? Well, I think the the best way to kind of get to that answer um, is to talk about what's happened since the last time we've talked. Okay. Because, um, you know, for people out there that may not have, you know, watched Infinity War, uh, you know, this is essentially the first big, big um, crossover event, you know, in between you've had you know let's see who you've had thor ragnarok you've had um you've been introduced to the black panther who will prove to play a very pivotal role um you know through civil war which saw you know the avengers fracture so you're coming into a very different um you know environment than we left them since then, uh, there's been the Sokovia Accords, which essentially were put in place to limit um, superheroes' involvement without government oversight. There was some fracturing within the Avengers group. Some of them went away, that kind of thing. And now you, uh, Thor went uh, way away. Ragnarok saw him uh, find his way back. And you know, here we are. And this is, like I said, the very first time they're pulling pretty much every single character in the entire MCU together in one movie, Mm -hmm. uh, facing one threat. So there's been a lot that's happened and, you know, where we start off in the movie is to kind of set the scene. Do you want me to please? Yeah. Yeah. So to kind of set the scene, um, you know, first of all, at the end of Thor Ragnarok, you see the destruction of Asgard and the rest of the Asgardians leave on a ships. And uh, at the beginning of infinity war, you see a confrontation with Thanos and who, and who specifically is Thanos. So Thanos is one of the most uh, important, most impactful and iconic uh, big bads in the, Marvel Universe, and he is out essentially, and we'll find out later on what he's out to do, which is essentially eliminate half of all life in the universe, you know, and he's going to do that by the way of the Infinity Stones. So we see him confronting Loki, Thor, and the Hulk, and handily you know, beating up the Hulk, beating up Thor. And actually we see one of the first major deaths, which is going to be Loki. So um, that was probably one of the most shocking moments. You know, there were rumors and that kind of thing. And there was big talk about who was going to die between like Captain America and Iron Man and that kind of thing. But that was definitely to start off the movie like that. You knew that yeah, first 10 minutes, first yeah. 10 minutes, you yeah. kill off a character that's been around. Since, since the first adventures film pretty much yeah and yeah. uh it just showed what kind of stakes there were you know within this story mm-hmm. so then you see hulk um get sent to earth by Houndall to warn everyone and that's where you see the first interaction of the hulk and dr strange who's been pulled into the universe so that's where we start the, the the basic fundamental thing which you had mentioned are these infinity stones that it's basically kind of like a race to see who's going to or how quickly Thanos is going to retrieve all of these all of these stones and when he gets them bad things are going to happen so Correct. the Avengers 
essentially try to find ways to protect them more or less and one by one one by one they they, they, they all fall right and that's what the movie that's what the movie is right yeah and and some with far greater you know costs than others i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of curious i mean at this point the movie made over two billion dollars in the box office and it made darn near a billion here domestically so most people have seen it so i don't i don't think you know we're we're ruining anything by throwing out some spoilers you know and, nope, and, and talking not at all it. yeah this was released three years ago if you haven't seen it you should go watch it mm-hmm. but i'm sorry for spoiling it <laughs> that's my psa like all the Avengers films, this movie has a ridiculous cast. I mean, you've got everybody that you've already seen in addition to bringing a myriad of other characters from, from other films and even potentially new characters. Now, admittedly, you can probably correct me, but I don't have a better name for them. And those that are more well-versed when it comes to the Avengers. I'm just going to call them like Thanos' goons. I don't know if they've got a name or something, but I was was blown away that one of the actresses is this actress. Her name is Carrie Coon. And she plays, I don't know, like kind of like the the lead female henchman. Yeah, that's, that's, um, I'll just stop you just so people know who we're referencing. Yeah, please. Okay. Um, so she is named Proxima Midnight. Okay. Proxima. And um, the name of their group is the Black Order. The Black Order. Mm-hmm. What I found intriguing about her is this is kind of like a, a cut from this movie into another show, but there was this there was this other TV show. And I don't know if I've re- if I've referenced it before with you. But there was this TV show on HBO was called The Leftovers. And on that show, the whole the whole thing about that show is within the first minute of this TV show, the majority of the population just disappear in the blink of an eye. And obviously this what's, movie, wait, what's the name of this one? It's called The Leftovers. It's an yeah. HBO show. Oh, this is the one with the guy from uh oh no no no, I've watched this. Yeah. Yep. And the, like the first, like the one of like the most shocking moments happens like in the first minute of that TV show where this there's like the screaming, like crying baby, and the mother's getting like a little bit more heated. And she's she puts in her car seat and she's just getting frustrated. And this baby's crying, and the mom's just kind of like <sighs> just can't handle it. And all of a sudden the baby stops crying. And the mother like turns and looks in the back seat and the kid's gone. Right. It just and she gets out of the car and then there's like mass hysteria where people are looking around trying to figure out where this person went. That person went. There's like car accidents happening because people are just disappearing. So if somebody was behind the wheel of a car, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And the the actress, I bring this up because the the one of the main characters on this TV show is Carrie Coon. And then wouldn't you know it? She plays a major role within this film where what happens half the population just disappears in the blink of an eye. And I I just thought it was kind of like a fun, I'm not, maybe Easter egg isn't the right word, but just some really, really killer casting. If, if you're familiar with that show and you see this movie, because there are obviously significant parallels. Now granted the leftovers isn't based on, at least as far as I'm, it might be based on a, graphic novel or a novel or something. So, I mean, there's other texts that it's based on, but not necessarily a comic in that, in that traditional sense, but you get that actress that's in kind of both pieces of art that are kind of like bridged. And I don't know, I have no real point to it other than I think it was just kind of like a fun, fun casting choice because I mean, she's evil as all hell in this movie and she crushes it. And she's also really good in the leftovers. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I, 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 um, you know, never really tied them together though. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, this movie's pretty straightforward. I mean, it, it's just a, 
just a race to get these infinity stones. And obviously there is these sacrifices that are, that are placed, but it really is all about the, this, this final showdown are right. the Avengers going to protect whatever ones they've got left. Right. And you know, it's not going to happen, you know, it's going to fall. So how is it all going to fall? And that's really what, what this movie at its core is all, all about and why I think at least from my perspective, why I've been intrigued the most by this film, because in our previous episodes, I've mentioned, I've never really felt real stakes. And this movie was a little bit different because granted, you know, he was, as far as I knew, Loki to be a bad guy. I haven't seen all these other films. So like being bent out of shape about Loki dying, I was like, okay, but but apparently I'm supposed to care, you know, but it was still somebody that was important and they iced him in the first 10 minutes and yeah, a consequential loss. Right. Without a doubt. And, and then you see a couple other characters along the way, uh, his daughter, for example, um, Gamora, who's on, she's on the, um, shit. What are those called? Those are the, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. Again, I'm going to be, I'm going to be leaning on you. You know, I I've seen, I've seen the Avengers films and I think I saw the first Captain America film. Great movie. That's what, but that's what I've got. That's, that's my entire, my entire knowledge. We need to hang out then and uh, catch you up on them. (laughs) I mean, we already mentioned there are 19 films. That's, those are a lot to of this hours. point to this point to this point. Right. Yeah. To this point. Yeah. Because I mean, there's since... already been uh, just this year, there's been two movie released already. And then a third releasing next month. Let me see if I can, if I can remember. Okay. So I might, I, I, I might have this, I might have this just because I've, you know, uh, I've got Disney plus. So I think, all right. You've got Black Widow. No, four. Four. Okay. All right. Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You've got which they did Scarlett Johansson dirty. Oh, did they? Yeah. So um she ended up suing them because uh, you know, she had waited and waited and been patient and worked really hard for Marvel um and finally gotten her own movie and she was guaranteed, I guess, um, I believe a theatrical release and she was also um guaranteed like a portion of the box office but what Mm. she got even more upset about was i guess a lot of the casting crew had that like a stake in it Mm -hmm. and so they they actually did not release it in theaters and just did it direct and you could buy it for like 30 bucks or something like that and like just cost all these people all this money and they were just like sorry and so she ended up suing them interesting yeah, I heard something about it. I didn't know a lot of the, the 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 background about it. And then I guess Disney canceled all her other projects. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, you guys need to get it together. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Anyways. We've got that one. The one that just came out now, The Eternals, right? So you yep. have that. There's been uh, another one this year. Um, Introduced a new character. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yeah. Okay. Really okay. Good. Okay. So that, really good. I, you, you mentioned that, that I think just launched onto Disney plus. So I saw, I saw kind of like the little, it's a like pretty good one. It's is it any good? good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've got all that, but um, you know, getting back to the movie. So all the character or the main characters and the different storylines, cause you've got a couple of them going. So Thor and you've got, so where you left him, is at the beginning of the movie and he's stuck on this ship and then the ship, you know, I think the ship explodes and then it cuts to, you know, the rest of the movie Um, you've got, and you've got Hulk that gets sent to earth. He meets up with uh, Dr. Strange and then he meets up with Spider-Man and um, Tony Stark. Then you've got kind of the, the, the Avengers that have gone rogue. So you've got Scarlett Johansson, you've got um, Falcon, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, Captain America, and then you have um, Bucky is actually in Wakanda with 
uh, the Black Panther. So mm-hmm. you've got a lot of different things going on. And then uh, at a certain point, Thor ends up meeting up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. They hit it, you know, so, um, you know, you've got all these different storylines and uh, here comes Thanos. He's coming and he's coming for all these different stones and he starts acquiring them. And the problem is that each time he gets one, he gets stronger. And each stone controls something different. So it might be making more powerful or he can change, uh, you know, at a certain point in time, he can change reality, you know, change matter, make a force field, that kind of thing in this gauntlet. And his idea is to snap and use all the power of all the different infinity stones once he's collected them to, like I said earlier, wipe out half the universe. Well, you've got all these other guys uh, racing to try to stop him. So... You know, it's part one of a two-part story, but I'll tell you what, for... And it's probably my favorite Avengers film as well. Um, it really builds the stakes up for a build-up movie because this this movie is just a build-up. I, if, I, if I can rewind you one second, because as I stated, I've, I've missed a few of these films and... I remember there was some tension at the end or really not even just at the end during age of Ultron, mm-hmm. you had mentioned kind of like this, this fracturing and there are some of the Avengers are completely doing something. What, what essentially happened that the Avengers broke up? So, um, you know, in, in age of Ultron, um, Ultron essentially lifted up Sokovia or part of it and, you know, was going to drop it, destroy everything. Um, you know, they ended up saving everything, but at what cost, at what cost do you let these guys just kind of wreak mayhem on the city, whether or not they're doing good or bad. Mm -hmm. So, um, the idea was to limit or allow the government some oversight into the Avengers initiative and that kind of thing. And um, Tony Stark and and a number of others were on board and this goes back to civil war and there was a number that weren't. So, um, you know, those that weren't ended up becoming kind of enemies of the state and uh, went, you know, essentially rogue. And uh, so, you know, they hadn't spoken in a long time yada 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 Mm -hmm. and then here we are and they have to work together again right okay so you know just mommy and daddy have a couple little problems and yeah yeah Yeah. and then the other big story is all these other you know um characters that are new to the avengers but just equally as important to the story are now in the universe and so now this story is really tying them all together creating teams that kind of thing so moving into uh, end game, you know, we know what's going on now. It's now it's time. Right. Right. So basically with this film, you've got all the major players with exception to a couple people. Right. And specifically the, the character that I really, really enjoyed from the, the, the first film Hawkeye. Yeah. And where did we last see him within this, within this franchise to the point where, he wasn't in the film. What was he, what was he off doing? Yeah. Um, you know, as far as he, he was kind of off away. Um, not really, he, he was kind of doing his own thing. So when, when in, uh, I'm sorry, when uh, Endgame picks him up, he has kind of gone rogue. So that's where it kind of goes into some of the story, mm-hmm. um, which in part of it, you know, would ruin part of the story, but they had been, you know, on the run and that kind of thing. And I believe he was on house arrest. So yeah, they were on house arrest. Um, okay. So they did not participate in um, infinity war. Um do you recall what they were on house arrest for? Uh, yeah, when they went on the run in Civil War. Okay, so that it, so basically that just ties into Civil War, which that was that was one of the yeah, Captain America so like, films. 
Yep. So Civil War was when they kind of really fractured, started fighting. You introduced uh, Ant-Man and Black Panther. Um, Black Panther, I'm sorry, Ant-Man was also not in Infinity War. Mm, because that's right, that's right, because, yeah. Yeah, which congratulations, Mr. Paul Rudd, for being voted sexiest man alive, <laughs> I believe. That's right, I can yeah. see it, you know. Um, but, you know, he was also on a house arrest. So, you know, they were given an option. They could either go on house arrest or go on the run. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a couple of them took, took the house arrest and then the other ones, they went rogue. So basically yeah. with this film, it's, it almost feels if I'm understanding correctly, kind of uh, now granted, I haven't seen Ant-Man either, but I obviously I'm familiar with, with, with the character, but it seems like age of Ultron and civil war are kind of, like Civil War almost could have been like another like Avengers film in many ways, I guess. It's almost like a mini Avengers film. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't have Thor, you don't have um, Hulk, you know, those guys are off. Um, you know, there's a lot of people not involved, but yeah, essentially, yes. If I understand correctly, that was also really where like Ultron kind of like, hinted at it and all, obviously the original Avengers kind of hinted a little bit of that that tension between Iron Man and Captain America but Civil War that was the one where there was like a major major um, situation between Captain America and Iron Man and that oh one yeah I-, I mean they got in a huge fight mm-hmm. you know they destroyed an airport essentially <laughs> all so, right. okay yep. yeah all right. So I think, all right. So now we've, we've got, we've got our Avengers that they've, they've had their issues. A couple are on house arrest. And now we've got this, this uh, dude with a very, very unfortunate looking chin that is going all over the place, stealing, stealing some of these stones. And the whole idea, as you stated, is basically to cease half of life. Now, is it, is it explained or like hinted? I don't recall any piece of like all life, not just like men, but like also like animals and plant life and everything. I believe it's, I believe it's any like uh, plant and animal life. Okay. So, and the reasoning behind it is um, overpopulation. So he, his story is that his, uh, his, country or his you know world was overpopulated or he saw that it was going to be overpopulated and his solution was you know hey we need to get rid of half of everybody it sucks but you know this will preserve everything Mm -hmm. and everybody can thrive and everybody was like you're crazy get out of here um so he has been on this mission to do that but for the universe and that's where we get that that scene with Gamora, where he's yeah. there, where he basically kills off like all of her people, or at least half right. of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bit of a bummer, that guy Thanos. Yep. <laughs> little bit, little bit. He, uh, but I'll tell you what. Shout out to the actor who played him, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Killed yeah, old brand from. Uh, Goonies, if you ever saw Goonies from yeah, when you were a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's also in Deadpool. Dead okay. Yeah. Haven't seen that, but I did see him also in No Country for Old Men. He's in that. Phenomenal movie. Hell yeah. So but yeah, shout out to really all the casting. But um yeah, so what, what did you get to watch it recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this maybe okay. a week ago. Okay, perfect. What were some of your favorite um, moments? Or I guess had you, you know, if you hadn't seen it before or if you had seen it, um, you know, what do you remember as being the, oh my gosh, moments, if if there were any for you? Yeah, no, totally, totally. I, again, I, I enjoyed this movie. Admittedly, I enjoyed a lot when, when one of the good guys died. But prior to that, I was a fan of Doctor Strange's cape. I, I was a big fan of, of that. Just some fun levity. I, I think I mentioned it before where I felt some of the, like the pop culture references I thought kind of took me out of it. 
in this right. case, I, I thought there was a good balance of it. And I thought it was, I thought it was really, I thought it was done very well. Um, <laughs> it did have that Ben and Jerry's and reference. Right. But I, I thought, I thought it was, I thought there was a good balance. I, it didn't necessarily take me out, uh, out of it. I loved Peter Parker, AKA yes. Spider-Man throwing out an aliens reference where I believe he said like that very old movie aliens, which I thought was hysterical because he's, he's a kid. And, but right. never would I ever really think of aliens as a very old movie, but you know, that, that little, that little tie in I thought was great. I, I think if there was a, a character that I thoroughly enjoyed in this film, it probably was your boy Thor. I thought Thor was hysterical in this movie until he wasn't hysterical, but right. um, his relationship with those dudes from the like guardians of the galaxy. I yes. thought was great. Which um, what's funny is Korg, the, the rock guy is actually played by the director of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, if I mess up his name, I'm sorry. Taika Waititi. Oh yeah. 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 Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he played that, but uh, Wait, who did he play in this? The big rock guy that his, his Thor's friend. Big rock guy. Oh, never mind. You're talking about uh, Rocket Raccoon. Yes. And yes. Groot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I liked his uh, relationship with, um, yeah, just with uh, the the raccoon. I forget what he calls him, but he doesn't call him a raccoon. He calls him another. Oh, the rabbit. The rabbit. <laughs> yes. And yeah, that was fun. Uh, what else did I really enjoy? You know, like the entire final act of the movie, I was I was a yeah. big fan. Of. Yeah. I thought I thought I thought it was I thought it was great. Thor really enjoyed enjoyed the cape. I thought there was some fun dialogue. Big fan of Captain America's beard. Yeah, <laughs> dude has a good beard. Uh, what else? What else? Mm, yeah. Again, Doctor Strange, I thought was great. I thought I thought a couple like the little fight sequences were really fun, specifically yeah. where Doctor Strange was helping out and Hulk was not doing anything. And they I don't know what the whole him moving his arm and like creating like these little like, I don't know, kind of circles uh, and stuff. Yeah, those little circles that kind of was like like Super Mario Brothers just taking mm -hmm. him into like a different little like portal. Uh, I thought that was kind of fun. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a good ride. It's a good ride without getting like too much into this movie. What I was really, really fascinated about is I don't know if this is kind of like common knowledge or anything and me bringing it up means nothing, but I was really more fascinated by the fact this movie is obviously about two and a half or so hours long and it's non like nonstop Doesn't action feel and like high it. stakes, but it only takes place over the course of like a day or two. Like the whole movie is like a day or two. Oh yeah. What about you? What were some of your your uh, key scenes? So I uh, and then and then after that, I have one other question for you. Mm -hmm. um, so key scenes. Let's see. Um, I really love the banter between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. um, they were really funny. Um, but I think probably probably my favorite storyline of it was probably tied between um, Wakanda and the Black Panther and Captain America storyline as well. And the face off in uh, Wakanda as, as well as, you know, Thor's storyline. Um, not, not so much because he's my favorite character, but because to me, it was probably the most interesting, you know, he's on this quest right. uh, because you know, we'll kind of go back to the plot. He doesn't have his hammer. You know, he mm -hmm. uh, he has to create a hammer. So, Remind me, where'd the hammer go? Um, it was destroyed by Hela in Thor when they faced off um, after Odin died. And Odin is who now? Odin is the Allfather. That is Thor's dad so oh, he's um, one of them he's like essentially he could have taken down thanos oh really he could have okay 
He's one of the most powerful beings in the universe, but he was killed. Mm-hmm. Or he, was he, he, I'm how, sorry, he died. He died. Okay, so it was he, just his time. Okay, yeah. Now, was that if if memory serves? And I haven't seen Thor, but that was that. Uh, don't tell me his name. Don't tell me his name. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I guess this is a good like question. What what happened? Because I mean, now I just I, I just have to ask these questions because I know that. He had a thing going on with Natalie Portman in that that first Thor film. What happened to her? Um, so they didn't really ever talk about that in Thor Ragnarok. They didn't really touch on it in Infinity War, um, but they will touch on it a bit in Endgame. And excitingly enough, um, Natalie Portman was announced as uh, coming back for Thor 4. Okay. And cool. uh, she'll be playing the role of Thor. And so I don't know what we'll, that means, uh, but okay. And Chris Hemsworth will be playing the role of Odinson, I believe, uh, which is also like a nickname for Thor. Um, it's a pretty cool storyline, but we'll talk about it on the next one. But I'll tell you what, um, the most memorable, so because we were talking about probably that, but my most memorable scenes were probably the probably the showdown um with at wakanda but really when thor comes on that was probably i don't know if you remember the first time you saw that but i literally stood up in my seat in the uh theater i was just like yes because thor came down and we you know to come down and supposedly save everyone right Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah we were were kind of talking about that before he interrupted you obviously a huge huge plot of this is thor getting getting a hammer and he goes, hangs out with, a uh, with Peter Dinklage, who's mm-hmm. uh, also fucking awesome in this movie as well. Yes. I mean, as Peter Dinklage is known to be every time he's on camera, just crushes it, but he gets, so Thor ends up getting his new hammer. What's the name of the new hammer? It was like storm, uh, stormbreaker, stormbreaker, stormbreaker. Yeah. And then we get to that final, we get to the final showdown and I guess the question I have for you is if you're listening to this, things all go badly. It doesn't, doesn't go, it, it doesn't go according to plan. And mm-hmm. the good guys essentially lose. And yeah. I guess the question I've got for you is what was your biggest bummer? Was it, was it Thanos sacrificing his daughter, Gamora? Was it, was it, Peter Parker was it Groot was it um honestly I I when I walked away from that movie I was perfectly satisfied oh cool okay yeah like um I was like wow that was a great story and I can't wait to watch the next one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but probably uh if I had to pick one Probably Vision. I was sad to right. see Vision go. I was probably most surprised by Gamora. Mm-hmm. Those would probably be the two biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised when uh, the Gamora thing happened. But I think yeah. probably uh, was because of the fact that they had, like, Mr. Anderson back. Uh, from, well, it actually um, wasn't him. Oh, was it not? No. It was, um, let me see, Ross Marcond. Wow, Ross Marcon did that, huh? So he's yeah. on The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, I guess for whatever reason, um, who was it? Hugo Weaving mm-hmm. was not recast, was unavailable, something like whatever. that. Yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, interesting. Um, and I guess they chose him because of his ability to emulate other people's voices. I believe. Dude, have you ever seen his like his YouTube oh, yeah. shit? Oh, like yeah. he's incredible. Oh, yeah. He's incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really thought that was Hugo Weaving. I'm not yep. going to lie to you. Yeah, it was not. Now, like you, when this movie was over, I was very, very satisfied. But that being said, and I've never, I haven't seen, the last Spider-Man film I saw was Spider-Man 3, like emo Spider-Man, like 15, 20 years ago, right? But, uh, so I haven't seen the new one, but you have to be a, 
a hard motherfucker not to get a little like choked up seeing this kid like that's obviously terrified and like like not wanting to die and and then like going to his kind of like mentor yeah like his mentor and just like asking like for help and it's just like it's it it just gets you in the feels and it's like oh that's horrible and it's so sad and i loved it because honestly i was i mean it was sad but that was not like my number one you know i wasn't like oh wow they got rid of spider-man because my thought was i mean spider-man's here to stay for a long time right with the popularity of uh tom holland and all that kind of thing um he's not going anywhere so he's got to come back Mm-hmm. And this story's not over, kind of thing. So, and I didn't feel like his importance to beating Thanos was going to be really because he was definitely out of his league with that. Sure, sure. You know, um, I didn't think it was going to be as consequential as, let's say, having Loki gone. Mm-hmm. So I anticipated his return, so I wasn't as affected, I guess. I mean, I, I think I was prepared that these characters inevitably would come back. But I'm thinking, like, in the moment of the scene and performance and just, I don't know, maybe, like, as a as a father or something like that, and just seeing, just seeing, like, a kid, like, pleading yeah, for help. Yeah, and, like, I understand. Just, but again, why I love this movie is this was the first time I'd ever seen Marvel actually punish their heroes in a way that they're dead and in most circumstances and, and this movie really isn't too different like whenever they're fighting something they're they're fighting robots or or aliens that really don't have any personality they're they're just kind of whatever so i've never really cared about like the action stakes because it's like dude our guys are not gonna get hurt Eef. from this and in this movie they do and it's just like it's refreshing not to say mm-hmm. that like death is refreshing. It's not, but, but having the heroes lose sometimes is yeah. Even once or twice, Tom got the better of Jerry on <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Right. It didn't yeah. happen often, but it did happen a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And you need to have that. Otherwise you have people like me that are like, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care because yeah, They'll all be back. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be totally fine. Yeah. And that's not the case. Yeah. Now with this movie, everybody knew there, you know, there, there's going to be another, another Avengers film, but I do like to connect this film with the empire strikes back from star Wars in that the movie ends in a very, very much of a bleak moment where you see our good guys at their lowest so how are they going to how are they going to respond? Yeah. And this movie, this movie does that too. And yep. does it does it pretty okay? Does yeah. it a pretty okay job? Yeah. And I think that uh, you know, a lot of people going into the movie knew kind of what were the stakes and had a feeling of how it was gonna end, but we needed to see how they got there. For sure. For sure. We had we had waited 10 years for this. Mm-hmm. Now that Brandon, we we've chatted a lot, a little bit about yeah. this movie. Is there anything else that's on your mind that you feel that we're that we're we're missing out on before no. we get into our final no final I'm, portion? I'm super excited to talk about the next one too because I have a couple really cool little stories um, about my time on set at Endgame. Ooh, yes, I can't wait to hear and, about uh, that and and a little bit of behind the scenes stories. Um, spent about eight nine hours there, so. Nice. Yeah, so I'll I'll send you some pictures and that kind of thing. Please do, uh, please do. Yeah, yeah. And for our uh, listeners that don't know, and I apologize, Brandon, uh, please pick it up here in just a second. This uh, this film and the next one, they were all filmed in Atlanta. I think for the this most movie, part, yeah, yeah. This I mean, for the most part, exactly. Not like basic like principal photography and shooting and everything. It was like over the course of like eight or nine months. In I don't know what year if it was like 2015 or 2016 that they did this, but we're recording this from the, from the Atlanta area. And that's for the most part where they recorded or like shot this film. And Brandon was on, on set for, for Endgame for, for a portion. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. 
Yep, yep, yep. But uh, no, I mean, I'm just really excited to talk about where it's going to end up and what that means for the rest of, you know, all the stories that follow. Hell yeah. All right, Brandon. The time has come. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to test your knowledge on on this film. We're going to keep it to this film. And I'll I'll plan to fail again. I, I believe in you. First off, how many stones are there? Infinity stones, that is. Six. Six. Six is correct. Can you name them? Oh, man, you've got the power stone, the reality stone, the I think it's called the time stone. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I say? I said the mind stone. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Power stone, mind stone. You've said power, reality, mind, time. There are two more. Two more. Give me like, give me a second to think about this. Sure. The, how about this? All right. I'm going to, the, the two that you missed. Let me think. One was called space. The space stone. Mm-hmm. And the other one was called the soul stone. That's right. I was, you know, I kept thinking the heart stone and I don't mm. know why I, you know why captain planet. Damn. <laughs> That's exactly why. Sure. Sure. Do you now, do you recall, I mean, this isn't a question like yeah, who Thanos got like these stones from. So like the power stone. So let's see the power stone. He um, ended up taking from, um, can't remember the name of the place, but it was from the Guardians of the Galaxy where he left left them. I'll probably okay. think of it later. Okay. Um, and then let's see, Time Stone was from Doctor Strange. Soul Stone was from not really anybody. Um, he had to sacrifice Gamora mm, okay. for the Soul Stone. So I don't I, whoever he transacted with. Right. Mind um, Stone was Vision, right? The Mind Stone was the last one when he uh, murdered Vision as well. Reality, uh, was that also like a... Um, so the reality, um, the reality Stone was from The Collector, who is played by Benicio Del Toro. And he's from The Guardians, though, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Space Stone. Space Stone... Was it Tesseract or something like? Let's see, yeah, the Space Zone. That was the Tesseract. So okay. he got it. He took it from. That was the, the first one. For, so he took it from Loki. Uh, okay. That he killed Loki. Took it from him. Okay. Okay. Well, good job right there. Um, let's see. What else do we have? I feel so silly. I feel silly because I'm like the Heart Stone. Soul Stone. <laughs> Duh. Let's see. Okay, so. Stan Lee obviously has made cameos in virtually all of, well, until his passing, you know, RIP in virtually everything that Marvel has done. Allegedly. Do you recall Stan Lee's cameo in this film and specifically what he was doing? Yeah. Um, I believe he was a bus driver. That's right. Yeah. And, he, was a bus driver. He, was, he was driving a uh, Spider-Man and he was just like, Oh, you know, haven't you guys seen, you know, aliens before or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that was question number three. Question number four, I've already given you. So we'll see if you recall it, but probably don't remember which film within the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Infinity Wars. Like re- which number? Uh, well, I guess there were 19 before that. So yeah, 20. there you go. So 19. Yeah. Yeah. And 20. lastly, name as many of our our heroes that we lose. So this is, there's no wrong answer, but just for those that haven't seen it, how many people do we lose in this film, regardless if they come back or not? Okay. So you got Loki, you've got, Oh wait. So regardless of if they come back or not, regardless if they come back, everybody lost. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Um, or if you, if you want to keep it down to who we permanently lost. Well, I no, I'll, I'll list as many as possible. The reason I say that is because some of the people, we don't know where they were mm-hmm. because they weren't necessarily in the movie. Right. So um, let's see. You had. You started off Loki, with Loki. You had Loki. You had Heimdall. Um, you know, and is a bunch of other. Is that character? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Um, you had uh, Spider-Man. You had, let's see, Gamora. Um, you had Vision, of course. You had Falcon. Um, let's see, Black Panther and his whole kind of mm-hmm. gang Wakanda over there. People, yeah. yeah. Um, or as many as we know about. Right. You know, and then you've got um let me think who else we lose. Rocket Rocket Raccoon Groot. Um Well we don't lose a raccoon. The raccoon no, was the we one don't, that, we don't, yeah, we that don't. was the one that, that was the one. I'm thinking Groot. He was the one that survived. You've got um Star Lord or Chris Pratt, Spider Man, I think I said that. Um I mean, Strange, you got a- Scarlet Witch, uh, Nick Fury. We see at the end, but yeah, you yeah. basically you basically got everybody. Yeah, Nick um, Fury at the end. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you you said something that reminded me, but I forget what the hell it was. Hmm, I don't know. Oh. Tall head, tall redheaded actress. That's also in like the Jumanji movie. She plays. Oh, Karen Gilliam. Yeah, she she lived in this, right? I, I don't think she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those that we lost permanently, we lost Loki. Yep, Heimdall. Okay. I mean, here Gamora. She died in it. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and then Vision mm. died in it. Yeah. I'd say those were the big ones. Yeah. Well, well done, Brandon. You. Uh, when was the last time you saw this film? Oh, probably like a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. For the three that we have seen thus far within this series, where does this one rank? Number one by Number far. Number one. Number yeah. one. So you probably go this one, the original, and then Ultron. Yep. Okay. Same. Same. I'm a pure, I'm a purist. <laughs> no, not really. I just uh those are the two one, you know, one, two, three. For sure. For sure. But absolutely endgame. Well, we are gonna be talking about endgame in the not too distant future. So listeners, thank you very much for for listening to another another installment of this. We're gonna have Brandon back here before too long. And shit's gonna go down in that episode we're gonna get crazy we're gonna get crazy this is just kind of a teaser if you will before before the main course this is the appetizer yep and if you haven't seen endgame i mean uh infinity war go watch it now and we'll see you soon yeah brandon always a pleasure buddy it's great seeing it's great catching up man it's been it's been it's been a hot minute it has been yeah definitely my pleasure yeah hugs from uh from the computer good sir. sir all right Um, We'll see you next time on another episode of Stanford Cinema. Bye, everybody.